Hey everybody, this is Taylor Rotwell back with another Laravel snippet. It is March 1st here in the office, new month and new Laravel release on Tuesday with Laravel 5.8, which was six months in the making. Pretty smooth release overall, actually. We did fix a couple bugs after the release um, related to environment variables and facade resolution, but overall pretty minor stuff that we've patched up, and I'm really happy with this release. I think it's got a handful of really nice features, actually. Um, better email validation, Redis blocking pop has been fixed on the queue driver, um, has one through relationships, as well as a host of other uh, nice little improvements. So check that out, read the release notes, read the upgrade guide. If you haven't already should probably take an hour or two to upgrade to 5.8, depending on your code base could be a lot faster than that. Um, potentially, um, for some of my code bases, actually, it was much, much faster than that really just a few minutes. Um, so check that out, read it through and get those code bases updated and, uh, hope you enjoy it. If you are upgrading, you may want to check out Laravel Shift as well. Um, they have several free uh, shifts, and what Shift does is uh, analyzes your project and then sends you a pull request with the changes it sees that you might want to make um, for upgrading between Laravel versions. And some of its free shifts include things like namespacing your models into a models directory if you prefer that approach to storing your models and a few other things. But if you're upgrading to 5.8, you might check out Laravel Shift. It may make it a little faster for you and make sure you don't miss things um, as you upgrade. We also released uh, Nova 2.0. This was a free upgrade. Um, uh, the only reason it's 2.0 is because Nova does follow semantic versioning, so any breaking change at all uh, requires a new major version number. Um, and this just provides compatibility with Laravel 5.8, uh, primarily around the change with the cache, um, where the cache granularity is now in seconds when you pass an integer to the cache method instead of uh, minutes. So we made a change there and also a kind of deep internal change to Eloquent where to get the foreign key of a belongs to relationship, the name of the key, uh, that method changed as well. So we had to make an update there. But overall, just a few minor things there. So if you're using Nova, um, Nova 2.0 is ready for Laravel 5.8. So that's ready to go. We also released Spark 8.0. Uh, Spark also follows semantic versioning. Um, so a major version number doesn't necessarily indicate huge paradigm shifting changes. But Spark 8.0 brings Laravel 5.8 compatibility as well. Um, so both of those packages are ready to go with Laravel 5.8, as well as all of the other packages in the Laravel ecosystem like Dusk, Passport, Cashier. Those are all also Laravel 5.8 ready. So it uh, should be a smooth upgrade process with all of those first-party packages. And uh, hope you enjoy all of that. And, of course, we'll be back in another six months with another uh, release in August around... Uh, usually around Laracon US and Laracon EU. I usually announce new Laravel features at Laracon US and then uh, demo them there. And then the actual release happens a month later at Laracon EU. And we actually shifted. Um, the release schedule used to be a little bit different. Um, I think the, the kind of winter, you know, early year releases used to be in January or December. Well, we moved it to February to align with Laracon Online, which takes place on uh, March 6th this year. 
Um, so that gives me an opportunity. It sort of gives me a conference at both releases to demo and talk about new features, which is what I'll be doing at Laracon Online. I'll be walking through Laravel 5.8, some of the changes that were made, why they were made, some of the new features and how you might use them to improve your applications and kind of just give a general overview of what went into this release. So if you haven't gotten your Laracon Online tickets, um, check that out. Very affordable. Um, there's also watch parties in various cities around the world. So if you're in one of those cities, you could uh, meet up with some other Laravel developers and uh, watch the conference there. And I'll be hanging out in the conference chat all day, answering questions and just socializing with people. So check that out if you haven't already. Uh, there's also been a little bit of a debate in the PHP community around... A proposed RFC, I think, for PHP 8.0 um, that changes some of the loose type comparisons between strings and numbers. And a lot of them make a whole lot of sense, actually. Um, a lot of them I didn't even know um, were possible. Like if you compare the integer 42 to the string 42 foo, um, that evaluates to true if you use the double equal sign for like a loose comparison. That was pretty surprising, and I agree. Uh, needs to be fixed. Uh, there's quite a bit of debate, primarily on one of the cases that was an RFC, which was changing the comparison between the integer zero and an empty string using two equal signs, which currently defaults to true or evaluates to true, similar to how it may in other dynamic languages, like it evaluates to true in JavaScript as well. Um, if you try it in your browser console, it seems there's quite a bit of contention around this particular change. Um, I can't say I totally agree with changing the behavior of zero compared to empty string when using a loose comparison. Um, I think that probably should continue to evaluate to true because they're both falsy in a dynamic uh, environment. And we already have the triple equal sign to compare strict things or, or things strictly if you want to. Uh, but, you know, regardless, if they make the change, I guess we will all live with it and continue to write applications. So. I'm actually not sure how much that would affect Laravel at all. Um, I'm not sure how often we compare an empty string to zero, if at all. Um, so hard to say um, what effect that would actually have on a Laravel code base. I'd be interested to know if anyone's checked it out or tested it. Um, Laracon 2019 is sold out. So we have... Uh, sold out all of our tickets right now. We have put up a cancellation waiting list on the website. If you get on that waiting list, we will issue out tickets um, that are canceled, you know, for people, various reasons people can't make it. And I guarantee there will be a handful of cancellations between now and July because it's just quite a big time difference between now and the conference. And uh, so get your name on that list if you're still interested in coming. I feel like if you get on that list early, you have a pretty decent shot at getting a ticket if you're one of the, say, first... Um, 10 to 20 people on that list, you have a pretty decent shot of getting one. So uh, don't give up hope yet. Get on that list. We do not use that list for anything else, but sending out Laracon information specifically about tickets. We don't use it for any advertising or selling products other than Laracon tickets. And we definitely don't give it to anyone else so that they can market to you. It's just my own personal list. I'm really the only one that can access it and send out emails from it. So <clears throat> Uh, get on that if you are still interested in getting a ticket. Um, I actually didn't do a Laravel snippet last week because I was in New York City checking out Laracon stuff. I was walking through the venue. I did two uh, tastings at various caterers, which were both pretty good. And we made a decision there on our caterer for lunch. And we'll also have food at the after party and drinks. Uh, really good food at the after party, not just like 
we didn't want to have typical uh, kind of conference fair, which is kind of lame food. So I think it should be pretty good fair, uh, pretty good food at the after party. And then, of course, at Laracon After Dark, on the first night of the conference from 8.30 to 10.30 p.m., we will have bowling, ping pong, and pool at Lucky Strike Manhattan, which is just a few blocks from the venue. And um, so, yeah, Laracon planning is going pretty good. I actually saw a thread recently about conference costs, and running a conference is a serious endeavor at this size. I think the 2019 costs for Laracon will approach a half million dollars. Uh, to run this conference and the profit margins are very, very slim on this conference. I might walk away with a couple thousand dollars um, at the end of the day. And that's actually not a bad thing for me. And I kind of enjoy that Laracon is not a strictly for-profit endeavor because Laravel has other revenue streams like Forge and Envoyer and Spark and Nova um, that it actually lets us pour all of our income from the conference into making the conference a great event. We don't have to worry about paying our own salaries. We can just pour all of the money into the best possible event, the best speakers, the best food, the best after party. And, uh, I think it works out best. I think if, when you're trying to make too much money on a conference, it's kind of a conflict of interest where you're not throwing the best event you possibly can because you're trying to, you know, take a profit for yourself. And some people, they have no choice, you know, but they have to make some money for themselves. But I'm glad Laracon is in a position where we can throw the best possible conference without worrying about that. So if you got your ticket, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you in New York and uh, debuting what I've been working on for the past. By the time we get to New York, I will have been working on it for about the past nine months. So a uh, big project I've been working on, and I'm looking forward to sharing it with you in New York. All right, but between now and then, I'll see you at Laracon Online next week, and thanks for listening. I'll be back.